Welcome back to the Modern Day Overthinker Podcast. I am your host, Colin. This week's episode is featuring Kim Martin, the owner of QC Fuel here in the Quad Cities. She's also a health and life coach. One of those people I could have talked to for hours. We actually went over time, as I usually do. And it was a great conversation. We talked about life. We talked about habits, goals, using your brain better, for lack of a better way to say that. But uh, yeah, it was a great conversation. And Kim is somebody that definitely has a good head on her shoulders and has a lot of great things to say very positive person and yeah I think everyone can get something out of this one so enjoy my conversation with Kim Martin we'll start out by just like just introducing yourself and uh, giving a little background on you know what what you're all about, what you're doing. Uh, I know you got a lot going on, so it's probably easier for you to explain that for than for me to do that. So. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, so I'm just, off the cuff, so just start with uh, just yeah, just your name and uh, you know, uh, obviously about your business and what you've been working on as well, and just kind of start from there, and then we'll kind of get into it. Okay. Um. Well, hi. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, Kim uh, Martin, and I am the owner of QC Fuel. We have uh, we just opened our fourth location um, in um, Bettendorf, kind of right behind uh, Bettendorf High School. Okay. We have another one on Grant Street, and then we have um, two in Moline on 53rd Street and one on uh, 15th Street. So opened in um, kind of late 2017, and I have the fourth location, and now we're working on uh, getting our our uh, truck in you know transformed into kind of a mobile um not really a food truck but you know a, a drink s- truck <laughs> i've seen that i've seen yeah. one well it's kind of like a trailer yeah, yeah. It, that's that honestly I, I just i just bought a jeep but that has been my only mode of transportation for the last two years but since we're transforming it um i'm like yeah i can't really drive around a food truck all the time so <laughs> yeah yeah so but yeah we're we're getting ready to do that so hopefully we can show up at like farmers markets and different you know people are asking us all the time to you know come deliver especially like the energy drinks and things so yeah. we're, we're working on on getting that i don't so. have the energy to come to you come to me exactly yeah. I'm like okay okay yeah. we got you so, yeah yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's uh it's a service economy it is what i've noticed right uh, i've been trying to figure out something because i went to business school and i've been trying to figure out what is something that the quad cities needs and because my dad's a former business owner as well and he's kind of bored and i want to keep him busy and but i have to come up with the right idea otherwise you know um but he doesn't want to do restaurants which is fine because restaurants (laughs) are very i don't blame him yeah i don't yeah i I don't blame him there so i'm just trying to come up with the right idea it'll come to me one day i'm not trying to force it because i i do have a decent nine to five job now so that i can Uh focus on that for now and that pays the bills so well i Honestly, I, I grew up in the Quad Cities, but I moved away um, for 25 years. Okay. And I just came back 10 years ago, and I've since then lived in eight different states. So okay. I've I've had a lot of opportunity and experience to, to see, see what other, people other places, have. other cities, big, small. Um, yeah, see see what other people have. Um, you know, knowing what the Quad Cities doesn't have. 
but I got a little behind. We've been catching up. Uh, Yeah. Well, honestly, though, um, after I have a huge appreciation for the Quad Cities after not living here for so long, because really, I think when you grow up here, you're like, ah, you know, know, some people like kind of look down on the Quad Cities. But when you move away, uh, you know, I, I really you have everything here. The cost of living is decent. Like yeah. the people are pretty nice for the most part. You know, you've got the, the river's beautiful. You've got, you know, we've got the tax layer, like there's restaurants, like it, it's really a, a big little city. So mm-hmm. I, I was happy to come back. I felt, you know, I felt at home when I finally came back and, um, well, I see, I've been back here 10 years and I, uh, I, my, I opened my first shop, a little over four years ago, so I've been trying to make my mark <laughs> since I came back. So what were you doing before you got into, uh, so, so were you working like a corporate job or? I had about 25 years of, of retail management, okay. so um, I've worked for some larger companies, but they would basically send me to go open new locations or, okay, or kind gotcha. of fix so you're broken a ones. Person. So, yeah, I, uh, I like to build, Regional I like district. to build and open things okay. and kind of fix what's wrong. And I think that's what led me to, um, you know, I, I also have a creative side and I used to do just kind of a, as a hobby, um, like those elaborate cakes that you see people Mm -hmm. (laughs) making on TV. I'm like, Oh, I can do that. And so I, I kind of was doing that on the side for a little bit. Um, but really, um, in 2015, I, I went through a physical transformation. I, um, I mean, I've always not, you know, I've never, been really overweight, but I had put on about 30 pounds. And so in 2015, I had kind of this aha moment and lost 30 pounds and really got back into my lifestyle. And um, then when I started planning, um, opening my shop for like a hot minute, I thought I would do a bakery, but I'm like, nah, that's not really my life anymore. And so when I opened, when I started planning QC Fuel, um, I really have to compete with Tiffany. I don't know if you know. Who you no, I know. I w- no, I'll let her do it because yeah, she's amazing. She's like I will, really yeah, I'll just buy stuff from her. <laughs> yeah. She's so cute. I love yeah, her. Yeah, she's awesome. Um, but she, uh, but when I started planning QC Fuel, I, I didn't want to have a traditional sit-down, cute little coffee shop. You know, I, I don't, I don't. Those have their place. You know, mm-hmm. where people can come and hang out for three hours on a cup of yeah. coffee and whatever, chill out. Um, that's not what I wanted. I really wanted something fast that had some healthier alternatives because we all have places to go. We're all running late. I'm always running late for everything. Yeah. You know, case in point today. <laughs> but hey, I, I showed up act, right on time. Right I'm on the time. same yeah. way. So, <laughs> but you know, um, when I was transitioning, you know, when I was when I was going through this, um, my my fitness change. You know, when you're in a hurry, um, one of the biggest things that you can do is um, be hungry because when you're hungry, you know, it all goes to hell and then you just start grabbing yeah, and grab McDonald's. Yeah. And, you're like, ah, oh, forget yeah. it. You know? And then McDonald's is right there and it's convenient. And then, oh, well I'm already here. I might as well just get a Big Mac or get fries or, yeah. you know, get whatever you want. So really if you're on the go and you, that hunger hits, you're, you're sabotaging yourself. So I oh, wanted yeah. to have a place that really, um, you know, we, we only have two sizes and everything. We have healthy options. We've got not everything, of course. You you can get your frappuccinos and yeah. But for everything I do have healthy, I have something that's that's more like sugar free or low carb or high um, high protein. So if you want to make those good choices and and you're in a hurry, you can swing by and get that really quick. Gotcha. So it's you know kind of a different uh, different business model than you know your traditional 
little cute coffee shop. Like I, yeah. I never, never really had interest in that. So, doesn't one of your lo- one or two of your locations? Because I've seen the, I think three of them. Because I don't get out to Bettendorf that much, mm-hmm. but the one in downtown Bettendorf does that one have seating? Actually, yeah, the two Bettendorf ones actually do have some indoor seating. Okay. Um, the space just uh, allowed space for it, but yeah. um, I mean, if truth be told, I, I really sort of made it not very. Uh, comfortable intentionally like yeah you can but it's it's really more for the people who are going through the drive-through and yeah um of course if you want to come run hang in out, uh, yeah, yeah you know i mean it you know we like them come people come sit and hang out but that's just not really not really our that's vibe that's not what you're going for yeah, yeah that makes sense yeah yeah it was kind of a. There wasn't really. It's kind of like you you popped up around 2017, mm-hmm. and there's been a couple other ones. I won't mention them because uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I know it, the yeah. market's saturated it, right now. So it's saturated I mean, now. Yeah. But at there wasn't really. It all popped up. It was like it was like vape shops almost. Yeah. <laughs> vape shops are <laughs> right much less needed. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I know. Well, I don't know. I know a lot of people who have switched from uh, from cigarettes to vaping, and then we're like. Do we know if it's better or not? But it's one of those confusing things. I know it smells better, so I'll take that. Well, you know, from that subject, we could go into me being a health and life coach. And yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and teaching some healthier habits. Have you learned anything about vaping? Because I, everybody seems to be like, I don't know. I don't know if it's a better alternative or not. Well, I guess it depends on how much you abuse it. Yeah, so. I mean... That might be a whole other episode. Yeah, that might be a whole other episode. Yeah, that, but yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I would say my general consensus on that is none of that's very good for you. No, so. <laughs> no, putting you know, anything yeah. in your lungs. Right, but when you're doing habit, when you're trying to create and change habits, I mean, you know, I always, I tell, you know, when I work with with people to, um, just make the best choice that they can. You know, if I tell somebody don't do something, you're gonna want to do it more. And, or if you try to deprive yourself or just stop, then it, you know, people are, I always say people are like rubber bands. Like we can, we can, we can stretch and change and, and push ourselves a little bit, but eventually we kind of snap back to the original form that we are. So, um, habit change is our, our small changes made over time. So, you know, if you're trying to, if you're trying to quit cigarettes and vaping is, is, you know, a better alternative for you, then by all means do that. But I would say after you've conquered that, maybe start weaning off a little bit more. Yeah, because I know people that have switched to vaping and then they just, they can't quit vaping. So it's like they're yeah, stuck there. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's small habits over time, um, you know, until you until you trick your brain into thinking you don't need it anymore. So. Yeah, with me and like, for example, I quit drinking. So mm-hmm. I had to just stop. I couldn't just be like, oh, I'm only going to drink on certain days. And no, like yeah, that. you have to. That come, never yeah. worked for me. Uh, some people can do that, mm-hmm. but with me, it was just like, I have to just be done with it completely. Yeah. So. Well, it, good. For, I'm glad. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's been, uh, probably top three best decisions I've ever made. Uh, <laughs> it's just been a complete, uh, it just, it led me on my growth journey of like, mental health and now I've gotten into physical health I used to never be a gym person um I was one of those persons that would people that would join the gym and uh Uh go for a couple months Uh and then donate Uh um and uh 
I know your your current husband is a, is he a gym owner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My husband owns um, Ultimate Fitness. Ultimate Fitness. Yeah. Um, yeah I donated mm-hmm. to him for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. For like two years, and I didn't even go. Yeah. It was so dumb, and it was so easy for me to cancel too. It was it like they were super cool about it when I went in there, and I didn't even have to go in there to do it. I thought I had to go in there and like be like. Yeah. Oh be no. Whole, no, they've like, been there. I mean, that they've been open for thirty years. Yeah, they're so. used to that. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah, just so stupid. Yeah. Well, and you know, you don't, you know, people don't have to go to a go to a gym to get healthy. I mean, that's not. No. Yeah. You know, just if you're doing something. I've gotten into yeah. uh, the. Uh, I've gotten into going to the gym though. I tried to set a, a a realistic goal for myself to start out with. Right. And I go. I try to go three times a week, and I just do like a standard core workout, nothing crazy. And I've been going since the end of July, so almost coming up on a year, and yeah. that is the longest I've consistently gone to the gym because it's just like I don't know. I yeah. have this weird resentment. Well, how do you feel now though? A lot better. Right. A lot better than I did before. That's for sure. And I haven't really lo- lost much weight, but I built, I put on more muscle. Yeah. I, um, which is great. Like people have been noticing it, like, you're looking a lot bigger. I'm like, oh, <laughs> all right. That works for me. I mean, and uh, yeah, getting more like random compliments. And I'm like yeah. really weird about receiving compliments. I always have been. Uh-huh. Um, See, small changes over a period of time. And, yeah. You know, it, Builds up your self-esteem, your confidence, and totally changes your your opinions and your attitudes. And then you know your brain's like, oh, I like that. Let's let's do that some more. And let's, let's yeah. Let's it's almost like I get really frustrated if I can't meet that yeah. three times a week goal. Right. The only time I really don't is if I'm too busy. Like that's really yeah. You know, but but you know, as as a as a professional, you have to set those priorities for yourself. Yeah. You know, and, and that is, um, like for me, you know, having, I have about 45 employees and with the four locations and, um, they all kind of pretty much know that like around noon, like noon to one, noon to two. Um, I mean, cause I'm up at five o'clock every morning. So, you know, I'm, I'm up early and getting my have you been doing done, the five so. o'clock thing for a while? Since I've opened my coffee shops, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm. I was not a morning person. Okay. I'm like, oh, let's open a freaking coffee shop. Because <laughs> like, I'm not a morning person at all, but I would like to be because yeah. I know the advantages of it, and I and I've, you know, all the people that, all like the influencers and yes. like the business owners and people that I've, you know, uh, followed on social yeah. media or or you whether YouTube or. TikTok or Instagram, uh-huh. I'm all over the place. But uh, I have noticed that, yeah, that's like a main yeah, trend. Yeah, honestly, I I thought I was always a night owl, and I enjoyed my time at home. I enjoyed my TV time, my wind down time. But um, you know, now honestly, we're in bed every night, like eight thirty, nine o'clock, and it's I don't miss it. Like that's just our bedtime, you know. And I I I'm not I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. And yeah, and when I get up in the morning, you know, it's it's go time, and you know, once you just start getting into that habit, you know, it. Yeah. I feel guilty. Like I, I just can't sleep in even when I want to. <laughs> now I'm like, all right, let's just get this going. But yeah, yeah. you know, I just get all my all my running done, so everybody knows. So like your cardio noon, in the like, morning and then gym. 
No, I usually get, well, my my husband usually works um, 5 a.m. to noon, like okay. it's kind of his normal shift. So he's up every morning at like 3.30 a.m. So okay. we're just those really crazy early people. Yeah. You know, my, my business partner says I'm the only one of his partners that he can text at like 4 or 5 in the morning and I'll reply to him. So <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I'm and not because you're still up. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. So he, um, or so anyway, but, you know, I, I'm, I guess I went on a rabbit trail, but my, my, my point was, you know, my gym time when I, I go at noon when when Landon gets off of work and that's our our time we work out together and um you know that's we need that for our mental health and mm-hmm. you know and he's fifty one I'm gonna be forty nine next month and um, I don't plan on going down gracefully like I yeah. <laughs> you know like I I want to be like that crazy old mom or grandma you know like I, so. Yeah, no, I get it. it all the way. So do you go every day, like five days a week or seven days a week? Mm, I'd say six. Six? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we usually, he'll go seven sometimes, but on Sundays I'm like, ugh, you know? But yeah. it just depends. Once in a while we'll we'll take a we'll take a day off or yeah. relax. But yeah, at least yeah, I'd, say, I'd say a good six. Because you got to, ro- I mean, obviously you got to rotate the muscles in and out of there. So you have some type of. Oh, yeah. We have a routine. Yeah. yeah but I actually dislocated my clavicle in January. Ooh. Yeah, that was fun. So I had to. Slow down. Mm-hmm. I had to force myself a little bit. But that's okay. But, you know, we're, it helps keep your sanity. How and did you dislocate it? I just slipped. I slipped getting out of my truck. Oh really? Wasn't yeah. even while you were was, working out. No, no, it was stupid. I I just had my arm on the door and my feet went out and I tried to catch myself with uh, basically my sh- shoulder and it went and yeah, that was dumb. And then I thought I hurt my shoulder and I went to ORA. I'm like, hey, I hurt my shoulder and like, they're yeah. like, didn't you notice this giant bump right here on your clavicle? I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, so I'm just you know I am blonde like, apparently. It, Sometimes in my life, but that's okay. Well, <laughs> some people are just clumsy anyway, though. To be yeah. honest, with you, I'm always I've always been clumsy, but mm-hmm. I actually was born bleach blonde, so I don't know. Ah. Now I have dark hair, yeah. so I I don't know. Uh huh. You got the curls too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. The curls to cover up the the baldness back here usually <laughs> that's okay. is what is what I'm going for. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, I used to have the high school. Uh, my high school photos where I had a huge fro. <laughs> actually. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, I was like, I can't do that again, though. I can't. Yeah. I can barely take myself seriously anyway, especially now that I do comedy. I'm like, there's already a guy with a fro. Mm. I can't be the other guy I with the fro. can't be the other guy. No. No. I literally have looked the same since high school. If you look at my Facebook page, I actually just posted a picture of me at like 18. I think I like saw 18. that. Yeah. I'm like, I, like the hair, like I, I look exactly the same. So. <laughs> I guess. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah, like, I don't know if I'm... I as much as I love change, apparently I don't. So yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> you're not the same person mentally. <laughs> no, no, so. no. Although my my parents might tell you that I am Otherwise, because uh, yeah. yeah, I think my mom says I was just born stubborn. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh, I think uh, you know, as a woman, um, especially a woman in business, like you have to know you you got to know what you want and you got to go for it and you know, being, um, you know, you have to be nice. You know, I, I, I'm, I, I think I'm a nice 
person. Um, I, I think I give everybody grace and patience, but uh, you know you have, you to have, have a line to, though. But you have to. Well, you can you can say anything the right way to get yeah. the right reaction. Yeah, you know, um, not be emotionally charged when you have conversations, and that's definitely one thing that I. I wanted to do with my certification when I became a health and life coach too, was really working with women, um, younger women too, and on uh, emotional intelligence and how to respond to events in life, things in, in, in people, um, in, in a thoughtful, non-emotional, intelligent way, because, um, you know, sometimes we tend to react emotionally really quickly and um our responses are based off of our feelings when they should be based off of our um off of reason yeah you know and you know not 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 that all women are like that but women are tend tend to be a little bit more when you were talking like when you were saying that (laughs) i was like i was just gonna say like i know men that are like that yeah as well so well and you know i know we i know we we're gonna talk about the the pandemic and um, I think that's, you know, it's made everybody just sort of a little bit more prickly, you know, yeah. just made everybody a little bit more on edge. And, um, you know, our, you know, we all up until that point had um, very cushy, you know, things that were going to happen to us, you know, mentalities. And then all of a sudden, oh, wait you know, we're all vulnerable and things can be taken from us. And, and, you know, what do we do now? And really everybody, for the first time in all of our lives, collectively, we were all faced with the same um, predicament Mm -hmm. and having to reevaluate and really find out what was important to us. And I fortunately, I was very fortunate during the pandemic that my shops never had to close, um, even the two in Illinois, because they were only drive throughs mm-hmm. So we got very, very lucky. Yeah. And um, your because... business model was <laughs> prepared for COVID. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. yeah. It was, but you know, you didn't know. You didn't know from day to day what was going to happen or what they were going to do or who they were going to close or what they were going to change. Yeah. What kind of rules we were going to change at this point. So, um, but, you know, it was, I, I I never had a chance to quarantine, not not ever, because um, I still had my businesses open and mm-hmm. nobody was delivering. Stores were limiting what I could buy, so for me, I was actually out and about more because you know I I was I needed you know 15 gallons of milk and stores yeah. were letting me buy two, oh, so I had to go yeah. to five stores and, mm-hmm. and you know that was you know that's a little. <laughs> you know, that changes you know, the day to day. Yeah, you know, and like I'm like, okay, so I'm supposed to be like quarantined instead of I'm like running all over the place, and you know, I just had to. It's just what I had to do at the time, and um, and so it was just a little bit of a of a. I had a different experience, I think, than than most, and you know, I never had the the boredom at home, but I had the freaking out of you know having to go to all these public places and mm-hmm. um. I wasn't necessarily scared that much of it because I'm just, I just didn't have time to be. But, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, my husband and I actually ended up with it in November of 2020. And I, I was just, I was a very fortunate one. All I did was lost my, my sense of taste and smell. And I had, a I headache, had it around that, that time. It, yeah. The first time I had it twice. So. Oh yeah. 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 So it, 
but for us, it wasn't really, you know, fortunately, we didn't really have any a bad experience. Yeah, like mine that, was just like, I was just like really tired, had no energy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I was actually making um, sweet potatoes for Thanksgiving and I'm, I'm making it. And I'm like, you know, kept adding like all this butter and brown sugar and I'm tasting it and I'm like, man, these suck. I'm like, why are, you know, why are these, yeah, I'm like, these are, the these are like I, the yeah. worst potatoes ever. Like these just have no flavor. And I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like. I like, told my I'm like, Tasty's. And he's like, whoa, they're a little salty. I'm like, dang it. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, I think I, I think I have COVID. So, and I did. But that was, yeah, that was the extent of it. But, you know, during the pandemic, um, well, you know, and still fortunately too, you know, my husband's gym had to close for like three months. Yeah. But um, we took that time to actually do a lot of needed remodel, like remodeling things and um, and work that needed to be done that you can't, you know, you couldn't really, really do, do yeah. you know, when you're open all the time. All time so, yeah. you know, although they were closed, we were all in there like fixing things up and laying new floors and countertops and kind of getting it ready to reopen again. And how many locations are there for? It's they have, all they have two. Business, right? Yeah, There's they have two in, in Bettendorf and then in uh, downtown Rock Island. So spam call, I love it. Yeah, but you know, so we because you know we own the gym, we're still able to work out because we were there yeah. by ourselves. So. We kind of, like I said, we were kind of fortunate on that side too. We we weren't um, we were able to maintain our mental health by by maintaining our our workouts and yeah. you know. But when I people had um, I've been having a lot of women approach me for um, guidance on on like tr- personal training, and I'm not a personal trainer. I I don't really care to be a personal trainer. I think um, I. I I'm friends with a lot of them. I love them. I think they they do an amazing job. It wasn't necessarily for me. Um, mm-hmm. When I I was looking into becoming a like a life coach um, because of what I've said before, with especially with the business end of things. And then when I yeah. saw the certification to be kind of like a leadership and a life coach kind of thing, right? You know, um, I really think that it, that all starts from the head. You know, you all ha- all of your changes have to have to start between your ears yep. and then work your way down because, you know, 95 percent of the weight that you lose during a diet comes back. Um, and in diets, obviously, we know don't really work. Self-deprivation doesn't work. Um, it makes women actually feel worse about themselves. Um, every time a woman diets and loses weight um, and then gains it back, it actually becomes harder for them to lose it because your body is like, oh, wait. I don't want to do that again. It goes into kind of like this Shock. weird, like uh, self-preservation mode. Okay, defense. Yeah, and it makes fat actually harder to remove each time that you continually. I've only done it. one diet. Yeah, <laughs> I did whole thirty, and it was terrible. Yeah, and and you know, in self-deprivation, what does that do to you mentally? You know, that's yeah. You're constantly telling yourself you're not good enough. Like you're you're what you've been doing is wrong. Like, and it's you know, so you really starting at at being a health and life coach, I really work with people on like kind of let's go back to like what habits that you have, why do you have them? Mm-hmm. A lot of it stems from really how you grew up and like how your relationships how you, well, are, things well, like that. How you ate when you grew up. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Like, did you, you know, did you have a mom that, you know, you came from a big Italian family and your mom cooked all these pasta dishes and, or maybe you're from, uh, maybe you're, you're lit. You're from a Latina family and like, you know, you have you have a grandma that cooked all these foods and like you had to finish your plates. Like it's it's your family dynamics and, and what you kind of grew up with. And, you know, were you forced to finish your food all the time? Yeah. You know, did you have these giant plates and 
Um, portion control. Portion control. Like, you know, I grew up with my mom always having a stack of white bread. Like that was just part of the part of the meal. It just like you know, a half a loaf of wonder and and a thing of butter sitting sitting there with a a tuna lot. casserole or whatever. We had a lot of that too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know. So, yeah. how did you grow up? And like these things are so subconscious now. You know, like when you watch a movie, like do you always finish a bag of chips because that's just what you do. Yeah. You know, so trying to explore, like you know, just kind of bringing attention to what you're doing and why, and and then. Um, you kind of have those aha moments like, oh, oh, yeah, I do do that, you know? Yeah. And and then from there, then you're kind of able to recognize kind of what you're doing and, and start making just better change, just better choices. Yeah. One you know? little thing I did was, because I grew up drinking a lot of pop. Yeah. And pop was just always accessible. Yeah. And so it took me forever to stop drinking pop. Yeah. Now when I drink pop, it's like a treat, like a dessert type of thing. And it used to be like that was like I drank it more than water. Right. It yeah. was terrible. And, you know, and it, is it because you just like your parents had it in the house? Like yeah. it's just like what everybody, whatever you drank. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. My parents. Yeah. Their parents. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's just the way it was. Right. And then and then welcome, you know, like the 80s and early 90s when everything, you know, like fat was the enemy and diet stuff came into play. And, and you know, honestly, if you're going to have a soda, have a soda, not not a diet, anything, because that's, that's not, not great either. <laughs> yeah, you might as well go yeah, all you in. Might, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, it's all, you know, it's, it's just replacing sugar with chemicals, which you know, isn't yeah. great either. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I quit drinking pop uh, it's been probably 20 years now that, you know, I, I just felt better. How do you feel? A lot better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've just been trying to drink more water. I'm still trying to get better at that. I started, uh, I forgot that I had them because I ordered them from a friend. Uh, a friend's wife was doing like the, uh, uh, I forgot what it's called, liquid IV. Oh, sure. Uh, and, and she was a part of that, like uh -huh. where she has like a discount code or whatever. And I bought some of that, and I had—I forgot I had it. I was like, "Oh, I should probably use this too," and help help me keep stay hydrated and uh, drinking more water. It's been easier, especially when I'm working out, because like my body's like, "Hey, you have to drink water." <laughs> like it forces me to do yeah, it. Yeah, right. But uh, I've gotten a lot better at it. Uh, my thing now, though, is that I go through kicks of energy drinks mm -hmm. where I, uh, and, and which ones do you prefer? Uh, I switch back and forth, but I have gotten, uh, hardcore. I've gone the hardcore route where I'll have a bang energy drink, which is brutal. Yeah. And, uh, I know I have friends that drink like two or three of those a day, Yeah, but I won't drink more than one of those. I've drank two, I think one time in a day and it was just like a ridiculous day, but, or the rock stars. Sometimes I'll buy that. I, I mix it up, but, or if something's on sale or something, I'll buy it. <laughs> right, something yeah. Like, Oh yeah, hey, at least I'm getting a deal or something, but, uh, to justify my terrible expense anyway. But yeah, I know it's like one of those things, like, I know it's bad for me, but it's like, I, the caffeine, it's a, it's a caffeine thing for yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, at my shops, you know, of course, we do all the energy drinks like everybody does with the Rockstar, and yeah. you know, those are really popular. But um, in order for me to be able to live with myself, I also offer um, like the same drinks, but using Monster Zero. 
Mm-hmm. And then we have a lot of sugar-free flavors too because, you know, the flavorings are, can get very caloric. And yeah. um, so the sugar-free ones are, you know, they're substitute like with uh, erythritol. So it's a sugar-free sweetener. Um, mm-hmm. So you can get kind of the same energy um, with one of our, what those drinks, um, same, I mean, they taste similar, you know, and, um, for like 10 calories versus probably 300. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, just making those small, I try small to not to get the yeah. ones with sugar in them. I try to yeah. at least do that, but it's right. still, it's still, not, it's still not good. <laughs> well, you know, all, like I said, all these little, the small habit changes. So, you know, you go into the gym more, will make you start feeling better about yourself, which will enable you to start eating better, which will make you start drinking more water, which, you know, it just makes that awareness. So it's that trickle-down effect um, of, you know, of, of not trying to do everything at once, but, you know, just yeah, start exactly. making those small habit changes. And I know not to do mm-hmm. everything at once because I've, I've tried to do that and I've watched other people do it and it's just, it doesn't work. No, it's too much. And then, you know, we then you, then you start feeling bad about yourself. And then yeah, because you have way too high of expectations for yourself, and you're never going to. Well, yeah, I mean, if you if you're like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, most self sabotaging happens around the fourth week of any program. So, you know, if you think about a lot of these programs that are like 30 days, um, that's not really fair because like you're gung ho for 30 days, but then as soon as you're like, you know, they're not watching, or you're like, oh, you're done My with it. My friend just yeah. did the. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this fitness challenge. The it's like I forget what it's called. Something like seventy five. Seventy five hard. Seventy five yeah. hard, and he just did that, mm-hmm. and uh, he's keeping the momentum going, of course, because he knows. Right. Which but... is the whole point of seventy five days is because the that's theory. A lot. The theory is after seventy five days, you should be creating healthy habits at that point. Yeah. Which, you know, a 90 days actually for me in like the health and life coaching, um, 90 days is sort of my standard. Like I wouldn't coach somebody for 30 days because it's just not fair. Because mm-hmm. um, I need to be there for them for the self-sabotaging and like tell them, hey, it's coming up. You're going to start feeling like this. You're going to start thinking like this. And they're like, what? And then the next time we talk, they're like, oh my gosh that happened and I started feeling that way, but we were able to kind of, I think knowledge is power, obviously. Yeah. And if you know something's coming at you, you're able to prepare yourself and, yeah. and arm yourself and, and not, not fall into that. Having you know? that awareness. Yeah. yeah. I've just had, I've just developed so much more awareness, self-awareness that, than I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. It's sometimes it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cause then it's like, what do you do with it? Right. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, okay. So you either have to rise up or, or stay the same. And, and I mean, obviously it looks like you're, you're, you're taking the bull by the horns and, and trying new challenges. And so, I mean, that's very, a lot of new challenges over the last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast I've been doing for a couple of years, but consistently I started yeah. doing it this year. Uh, I started doing comedy earlier, early last year. So it's been a little over a year. Yeah. I wasn't consistent at first, but I've been consistent since probably like August. But you're doing it. Like yeah. you, you know, like a lot of people will just, oh, I wish I could or I should. I, I think I should or oh, I've got this great idea. And then that's yeah. where it sits. But I used to be like that with everything. Yeah. But you're. But <laughs> yeah. what changed? Like what made you What made you do it? Uh, a breakup, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, typically there's something that sparks it was, that. It was so. a significant, uh, you know, it was the... Actually, I haven't been in a lot of relationships. I was never really a relationship person because I'm very picky and very yeah. 
don't change that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> but I've been like that for a long time. Very, very picky and just mm-hmm. like uh, also just like, uh, I don't know. I've been, I've struggled with dating for a long time, especially when I was drinking. It was like, it was more yeah. like, yeah, uh, I had a lot of friends, I guess you could say, um, and things like that. But um, I was in a two-year relationship that, that ended and I ended it um, mainly for my mental health. And uh, I didn't know what to, it, it, it was just a complete mm-hmm. change of reality, like to spending my, a lot of my time with one person to being back with me again. Learning yourself all, again, all, right? All the, all the yeah. time. Learning that's where want. I was before the relationship because uh-huh. I was single for a long time before that. <laughs> right. And it was just like a complete like, oh, I need uh-huh. to like, it's like not learning to walk again, but like it was like just a. Yeah. But I was like, I'm going to do things differently this time. And it's like, I need to try new things. I need to get out of myself because I just. Right. And then I started, I started trying to date again. I got on a bunch of dating apps uh, and I was like, no. I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> and no. then I actually yeah. recently talked to a, um, someone reached out to me. I'm like, is, am I that pathetic? Or that somebody reached out to me about dating advice. It was a dating coach. Uh, I don't know how she found me, but uh, she's like this guy, or she just like was going through p- my Facebook profile is public, so she probably just saw it and saw that it said single, and she's like, oh, this guy is probably somebody, I don't know, uh, but she messaged me was like randomly and was just like, hey, uh, do you, do you I'm like, I'm like you're. I'm like I'll listen to your pitch. <laughs> I'll listen to your. I'll listen to your pitch. I'll do. I'll, she just has good marketing. That's all it was. It wasn't. It wasn't personal towards you. Was, I know yeah, how marketing. Yeah. I went to school for. Listen, marketing. it's what guys do on dating apps. It's like I'm gonna. I'm gonna write out like the best intro or best paragraph I can come up with, and then just shoot it out there to everybody and see who hits on it. That's yeah. Like, <laughs> but, it's it's awful. Yeah. I, I I can't stand any of them. Uh. It's been basically a complete waste of time. I went. Mm-hmm. I think I went. I went on two dates from a dating app, and that was <laughs> it. And then, like uh, in Chicago, when I lived in Chicago, I also moved away right out of college. Oh, I yeah. Like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. I've been here my whole life. Yeah. Basically, my whole life. I was in Cedar Falls for a little while too, but not far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Chicago is completely different. It's its own little world, basically, and. I was there for a little while, but then I was like, I don't like it here. And then I moved to the suburbs, and I was like, I really don't like it here. And yeah. uh, this is like an expensive Quad Cities with more chain restaurants. Chain re- I lived in Schaumburg for a little while. Oh, yeah. That's expensive. Yeah, it was brutal. Mm. And uh, it wasn't because it was expensive. It was just boring. Mm. I was just like, and I didn't really know anybody, and... Yeah, I'm telling you, I mean, the Quad Cities definitely has yeah. has its charm to it, and... You know, and I, I guess unless you go somewhere else and, you know, you can't really appreciate it. But exactly, I certainly, you know, I came back and, um, and that was a thing, too. So it's like I grew up here and I, when I opened QC Fuel, I'm like, I don't I never opened QC Fuel with it with a with the thinking that it was, I was going to have one shop. Like I said, I wanted to be like the next like coffee shop of like the Quad Cities. I wanted to be like the Whitey's and the Hungry Hobo and. Um, the Harris Pizza, like I wanted to have my stamp, yeah. like on the area. So, um, you know, everything I tried to do, opening it from that point had, uh, and I did it with that in mind, like branding, and you know, and I, I even tried not putting like my my personal face on it for a while. But 
because it's local, I just yeah. found I got more interaction with people once I kind of started, you know, putting it out there like locally owned and, and things. So people like seeing that more now, especially since the pandemic. I think that's even gotten better. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's crazy because you know I I I work really hard at taking care of myself, and I um you know I I put you know I. Uh, you know, obviously I'm a female. I put selfies on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, my progress pictures. And, you know, for the most part, I mean, I, I really do it because I want to be encouraging. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I put a post well, out there. it's humble brags too. I understand it. Well, I, you know, it's, I honestly, I swear I never want to do it. Um, I never want to, I always want to be humble with it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I always do. I, um, I, I put a, a, a story out that said, you know, trying to get, you know, um, summer ready. Right. And I got like this hate mail from like this person, like I knew, like, uh, you know, and, and like, what uh. do you mean summer ready? I thought you were like a health and life coach and shouldn't you always be ready and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm like, well, one, no, that's very unrealistic. I would never coach anybody to be on point all of the time because that's just setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, that's... And that's like, totally unrealistic expectation you people know find there's certain people that will find anything to get yeah upset you about. know right and just um you know I'm like oh about you know my fake lashes and my fake th I'm like I'm like you know I I tell anybody up anybody like do what makes you happy yeah you know like do what you need to do to make yourself happy you know obviously I mean other than like drugs <laughs> you know, yeah like, i don't suggest don't do drugs. anything like that you know yeah. on a healthy lifestyle but you know like you want to do your lashes do your lashes you want to get your nails done get your nails done like if it makes you feel good yeah. and and pretty and want you know feel good about yourself do that but to try to be you know on point all the time like hell no like christmas no time is. i'm gonna have that pie and like i love thanksgiving dinners and yeah. you know but that's why there's ups and downs like if you you know there's 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 valleys and peaks and valleys and you know, you got, you got to be able to enjoy life, too. Yeah, you can't just be, like, yeah, super yeah. strict all the time. Yeah. That's no fun. Yeah, but I, I, that was one of my, like, I had actually channel my uh, my inner. Was it a post my, that got a lot of views or, like, more views than normal? Because that seems to be, like, when I ever have something pop off, that's yeah. when all the hate, more hate comments than usual because, obviously, more people are seeing it. It's numbers game. Yeah. And uh, I haven't had anything go viral or anything in a long time. I used yeah. to do, run a blog where stuff went viral every once in a while, and people would steal my stuff. Oh. And, uh, like, Barstool. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I like Barstool now. I used to have a uh, resentment towards them because they stole a couple things from me that I posted <laughs> first. That's just the way blog. That's the way blogs work. Oh, yeah. No, it was um, just a – it was a – I don't do a lot of stories on Facebook, you know. Okay. I, I mean, I just, I'll post stuff, but I don't know. I'm – you know, I guess I am older, so some of these things I just don't even think about doing. Like, you know, and I had, I had done, I, I posted something as a story, and that was what got the comment on it. So I don't know if because it was more, you know, up in the. They're pushing stories more a little mm -hmm. bit now. Uh, another thing that is getting pushed heavily that you should definitely use for your business is Instagram Reels. Oh, okay. Huge. Like, I know uh, my friend Tiffany, uh, she started doing, she wants to do her own podcast and like YouTube channel. She has a YouTube channel where she talks mm -hmm. about, she's gotten really into her faith lately and she wants to talk about that and uh, and just sharing her experience with that. And she also is uh, in sobriety as well. And um, 
I was like, start doing Instagram reels. And mm. she started doing them like the first like couple, like she would get thousands of views. Mm. Like, and she didn't have any followers because they're just pushing it in the algorithm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah I mean, you know, it's I just think, a, I think because my... they, because they want people off of TikTok. That's why. Oh, oh, I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I, this actually was a good opportunity for me because, you know, I feel like, uh, you know, I should be probably doing more or something, you know, it, sometimes I just, I, it's, I'm busy, you know? Yeah. So, but it's hard to find I, the time. Like, that's why I was talking about with the video yeah. stuff. I was like, I'm probably going to send this video to one of my friends because I know he'll do it <laughs> if I just throw him a couple bucks right. and he'll be able to do it way quicker than I can. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, my husband and I both talk about it because, you know, he's, he's obviously very fit. Um, and you know, has I don't know. I think we I think we'd make interesting little video clips, but we're like, what would we talk about? We're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. What would be our what would be our niche? I'm like, oh. I mean, we have, you know, a handful of things. To... Was he ever uh, in like the bodybuilding world or the. Yeah, he's done some competitions. OK. But, you know, it's, you know, it's that's really um, I don't know. I'm thinking like about doing to... my first one maybe next year because I think like doing my first like competition when I'm 50 would be kind of cool. Yeah, I know that would throw yeah. a lot of people off. Yeah. That's for sure. Because uh-huh. I feel like at a certain age too, um, especially if you've been doing it for a while, like with your husband, he's probably like, I can't do what I used to do. Like, it's just not you know. I, I mean, feel like at, at what a certain point? Age range where... Yeah, like you know. You, you want to be fit, but not like, you know, hurt yourself. And exactly, yeah. you know, and you are, you know, when you get older, it, it's, it's, you know, you, you know, I, I think with any bodybuilder, obviously, if you, because he's, he's actually had, uh, he, he ripped his pec, and so it's just, you know, so he's already, he's had some um, injuries that, you know, you just, there's just no really coming back from some of those, and so I'm like, don't be dumb, like let's just, you know, yeah, <laughs> like you look great, let's just. Keep you the way you are, yeah. Because you know, it can really that can really mess with your head too. If you are, you know, into fitness and bodybuilding, and then you have an injury and you're I not have, able to do that anymore, then that's really tough on your that's psyche. What happened to my friend Shane? Uh, I'll have to send you the clip. I did a podcast with him, and we he talked about it a little bit, and uh, yeah, he it kind of like messed with him because he had to completely stop. Yeah. It was something with his. I don't know if it was his knees or it was something in his legs or he blew his, I think it was Achilles. And that would be painful. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was in a competition or if he was training, but yeah, I completely like he was done after that. He couldn't do it. And he like, it's like, I felt like I lost my identity. Yeah. You get depressed and you gain weight and then, you know, you got to rebuild yourself and yeah that can can really mess with you so yeah. and now he does comedy so oh, yeah. all <laughs> yeah. right perfect all right yeah. well at least he turned it around and you know can oh yeah he's like one is one of my favorite people in the comedy world that's there's a lot of cool uh comedians in the quad cities that and surrounding areas as well it's just been like booming lately like i've been talking to some people that have been mm-hmm. doing it for long a lot longer than i have obviously and they're just like, we've never seen this many comedians. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like everybody after the pandemic was just like, I need therapy, but I can't go to we a therapist. So I'm going to go up and... comedians coming out of the woods. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. it's, it's a very therapeutic thing. It, yeah. It's, uh, it comes from a very dark place a lot of the times. There's, I mean, not uh-huh. everybody's a dark comic, but... 
there's quite a few of them. Oh, yeah. And uh, well, I always say my my quick wit will probably be the death of me at some point. You know, yeah. Like I'll I'll because I'll yeah I'll fire off something to somebody at the wrong time and. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, people are very surprised when I tell them that when I was when I was drinking, and uh, when I was partying a lot more that I never got my ass kicked because uh-huh. I was like, I'm surprised too because I was like that. I would just say <laughs> wrong things at the wrong time, and I still do it, just not as much because I mm-hmm. think before I speak a lot more than I used to. Oh, you're growing up. Yeah, that? yeah. It's it's weird. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, um, yeah, it's been a interesting journey, but yeah, with comedy, it's, uh, it's like I had this whole new group of people that just like, and I've, I have no shortage of guests on my podcast. I had to switch it up cause I was just having like comedian after comedian after comedian, which they all have a cool different story right. and like background and uh but i was like i need to change it up a little bit because i is this when you bring in the the dull girl this is like yeah you're not that no i (laughs) well i even talked to uh i'm going to have my priest on here oh um, who is funny yeah yeah which is not a comedian but he he's a really likable guy he's also younger than i am Uh i'm 32 he's 31 and uh he's been a priest just for a couple years so he's like and I'm used to like I mean I grew up in the I grew up going to Catholic school so I every priest was like a hundred to me yeah, you know yeah, and sure. so it's like a completely different thing and it's just like and he's like a younger good looking guy I'm like I just like I really want to hear how you got to this point man like mm-hmm. it's very interesting to me it is interesting yeah yeah it's a very interesting story and yeah. also just like you know um, I've been trying to get back into uh, going to church more and having that structure because I had that for a long time before I went off to college and that's when everything went downhill uh-huh. for a while. Yeah. I well, think I tell people I didn't go to college necessarily to learn. I went there to party. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, I think that's pretty common. It's pretty common, but it, isn't it, isn't it interesting though that in this day and age that finding somebody who's, who's 31 and who is, you know, a, a good looking person and, and, um, can have that much faith in something. Yeah, that's what have, I want to yeah, hear about. It's have, very inspiring. Right. But that's, I think, one of, you know, the thing now, it's like, I don't know that people believe in things or themselves that much anymore. And, yeah. you know, I'm I'm so glad I didn't, I wasn't in high school with the internet. <laughs> you know? Me too. I'm so glad. I, I had yeah. the internet, but it was like not what it is now. It was. It was. Uh, it wasn't on our phones social... yet. Right. Oh, right. Exactly. I was. So the, I was right. just at the right time. Your public opinion wasn't as readily available to you as it is to like the teenagers now. Oh. I can't. I can't imagine being a teenage girl and and knowing what every single person thinks about you. Like, whew, like that's a lot. That's and a lot. Teenage girls are vicious. Yeah. 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 And that's you know, and they're vicious because. They're also insecure, and yeah. you know, and, and it's a t- terrible cycle. Our teenage and, boys too. Teenagers in general right. are just brutal. Well, but. yeah. I mean, I've had I have three boys, so it's um, but it's and my youngest, I, I'm an old mom. My youngest is twelve, so you know, I'm, I still have him to to go through these teenage years, and I'm scared, you know, like yeah. oh god. But um, at least you have some experience. 
I know. I got the other two that, you know. Yeah. Um, but, but it's a different world. It is. Um, it is very different. But my, you know, in, 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 my, in my coaching, I tell everybody, like, we all have, we basically all have two brains. Um, you know, like, physically, humans are the same, right? We all, I mean, we look different, but we're all structurally the same. We have the brains and we have all the same organs and, and, and inner workings. Um, and so it makes sense that we have, we, it's called our, our primal brain, right? So mm-hmm. it's what we have all had through this beginning of time. And it's the primal brain is what keeps you safe, right? It's what it's, it's always in the back of your mind to not make those bad choices, not to not harm yourself, not kill yourself. Yeah. But it's also where our core fears come into play like our mm-hmm. fear of abandonment and death and those type of things. So, but, and then we have like our kind of like our modern brain, which is what our personality is made up of. But, you know, when I grew up without the internet and without knowing everybody's opinion of me and I was just living blissfully ignorant, you know, I just lived my own life yeah. and did my own thing and, you know, and I, and I was just happy about it. And, um, you know, and your primal brain just kind of quiet because it doesn't know. It yeah. doesn't know these things. And so I, I I have actually people name it, pretty much name it, name your primal brain, like kind of after your grandma. I say, mm-hmm. I call it your grandma brain because it's like the person that just wants you to be safe. Yeah, yeah. You know, like who is a person in your life that no matter what just wants to love you as you are, just you don't need to change, just love you and I want you to stay safe. And, yeah. you know, that because that's, that's your self-sabotage brain too, you know. So if you're trying to, um, when we're trying to change our lifestyle, if somebody is trying to change their eating habits, say, you know, um, like when self-sabotaging comes into play around that fourth week and you're like, when your grandma brain starts going like, you know, this is stupid. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're just fine the way you are. You know, just have that cake. You know, just just eat. What You know, just you're fine. You don't yeah. need to change. Why are they wanting you to change anyway? You don't need to change. You're beautiful the way you are. Blah, blah, blah. Which, okay, you are. Great. But it's totally in conflict with your Goal. current personality and your goals. Yeah. So I, you have to politely tell Grandma Brain to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, no, you, you thank her, right? I couldn't tell my actual grandma. No, that. no, no. And, you know, no. and actually, you <laughs> don't want to say shut up because it's actually working. It's trying to help you, right? Yeah. It's trying to ultimately make you feel better. So... You tell yourself, you know, grandma, like my grandma was Trudy, right? I'd be like, Trudy, thank you. I appreciate you trying yeah. to keep me safe. I appreciate you trying to make me feel better. But I got some goals to smash. Yeah. So I need you to be quiet for a little bit. Yeah. And it's almost like when you start hearing, like when you start giving a, a face to that primal brain of yours, um, it's easier to hear it as a separate voice in your head and to, to, to put her or him where kind of they belong like thank you for trying to help me but that's funny because that's exactly what i have to do with uh with ocd because i have obsessive compulsive disorder yes and that's where that that stems from is you know you're somewhere in your core it's trying to rationalize and and yeah it's based off of doubt is what it's what it feeds off of and i have to be like accept the doubt be like okay i get it Mm -hmm. and then yeah, so you know why you're doing these things and oh, being yeah. able to compartmentalize and, and put that where it goes and and still be able to function and, and exactly. move on with your daily life. So, yep. yeah, and that's, you know, it's the same. That's why I like working with habits because if you can, 
if you can recognize these habits, if you can recognize your 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 inner brain, your inner working, and your your inner thoughts, you know, um, I mean, I only know what about women because I'm only a woman, but yeah. um, you know, I know how tough we are on ourselves and how no matter you know no matter how nice I think I might look in the mirror, as soon as I walk out the door, uh, uh-uh. you know, yeah. like. I don't feel that way anymore. And then, you know, and then it messes with your head. And so, you know, that faking, faking confidence, um, you know, until, until you actually feel it. So. Yeah. 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 I, I totally get that from talking to other women and it's not just women that are hard on themselves, but on other women mm-hmm. too, I've noticed a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, I've, uh, <laughs> I've had, I've, I've tried to do a few jokes about that, but they haven't. It, it was kind of a mixed crowd on when I told those jokes. But uh, just like, yeah, I well, I have a joke that I've been working on that isn't even like ready to be a joke yet. But it's just like the premise is just like women would probably take over if they weren't so they would probably run everything if they weren't so mean to each other. And I guess that's. Another part of that could be not being mean to themselves, I yeah, guess. Right. Well, that's where that stems from. Yeah. I mean, because. Well, yeah. I, tr- I mean, nobody's like, mean right. to somebody just because because they're really happy. Exactly. And I, I, all right, I I literally go out of my way to try to encourage other women, like uh, because I know I'm I'm putting myself out there. It's important for me to make sure that I am being as equally encouraging to everybody and anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, any any. Anybody who's posting anything on a positive note, I'm, you know, I'm at a minimum hearting it or, you know, I'm great job, 100%, yeah, I've been trying like, way to, be, to go. I'm and, trying to be more supportive on social media because I used to be just, I would post something and then I would just get off and I wouldn't really, really, <laughs> yeah. like, engage, Put your toes in the water, but, yeah, not else. go swimming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, you know, and I, I do still... Like, I love when I do get the positive feedback. Like, I, I will run with the positive feedback. Yeah, that's encouraging. Yeah, I mean, I put, I, put the, I put the negative stuff where it goes, you know, and just trying to realize that, you know, I mean, everybody, you know, you're entitled to your opinion. Um, yeah. I do way less arguing on the Internet than I used to. That's for sure. I used to argue with. Oh, there's no point. It's no, no point. point. Yeah, there's no point. It just goes nowhere. No, yeah. And that's especially, I think that that was, that, that was a huge switch i think in culture with um the pandemic and politics is um is the change you know uh you really learned a lot about people and you know probably more than you wanted to on some people you know and um you know my husband i talk about this all the time we're like i can't imagine because we're we're on the exact same page um politically and everything and we're like we can't imagine right now if we weren't like if if we were on two different pages on, on these topics, there's just zero chance that we could stay. I, I don't even want to be Facebook friends with you if you have some of these crazy opinions and more or less, you know, I can't imagine being trying to be married to somebody. Oh, yeah. You know, so it's, uh, it's, it's been. I see a lot of that on dating apps where it's like if you're, oh, if yeah. you like this person or if you support mm-hmm. this party, yeah, don't, don't even swipe right. Yeah. Like, okay. And like, you know, and it's honestly good for them to putting it out there because. Yeah. Uh, like thank you, you for letting me know. Yeah, exactly. Because otherwise, I, I, <laughs> exactly. I would have wasted my that. time. Right, right. Yeah. I wish we could do that with 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 so many more checkpoints, though. Because I mean, thank God I'm not dating anymore. But yeah, 
Oh. You should. You should thank God. <laughs> I do. It's I brutal. do. Everybody I, I talk to is like, yeah, I'm so, I feel so bad for you that you have to. Yeah, it's it's not fun. And uh, the well, and then the older you get, the worse it is. Oh, I'm sure. yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. Men my age are old, right? <laughs> well, they're older than I am. Um, well, I tell I'm a joke about that with my husband because, I mean, I mean, obviously, I think he's hot as hell, but, you know, I mean, he's he's the anomaly. So, <laughs> <He's>... <laughs> well, yeah, because he's been he's kept in shape. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. I don't mean to offend every, you know, 50 year old man out there, but that's just, you know, I'm bragging about him for a second. <laughs> well, you're allowed to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, did it take you a little while to, cause you've only, you haven't even been married a year yet. No, we just got married in November. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take for you to, uh, for the, for the last name? Cause you introduced yourself very quickly as Kimberly Martin, but at mm-hmm. first you were probably like, uh, cause what was your last name before? Nelson. Nelson. Yeah. Probably took, how long did that switch to, I'm just, it's just a weird question that yeah, I just I randomly know. thought of. Well, you know, my, my maiden name was Nelson and I had been married before, but yeah. you know, I, I, you know, I. Obviously, going to Nelson is is pretty easy because that's what I grew up with. And, yeah. Um, but no, it was um, it was interesting though when I got remarried in November because I feel like since I'd moved back to the Quad Cities, I had reestablished myself, you know, as Kim Nelson. And you know, when I went, I went to Moline High School, and that's how people knew me. And mm-hmm. you know, it's um, so you know, as much as I mean, I absolutely wanted to change my name to my husband's name. I'm definitely um old school yeah, you know wanting you know i'm i'm, I'm that you know i'm in that <laughs> generation of, yeah. yeah you know yeah. um but you know it was like a pause for a second like oh am i am i losing my identity am i am i are people still gonna know like kind of who i am but um it was just a thought you know and it yeah. doesn't at the end of the day you know i doesn't matter yeah i mean I, I i took my husband's name and i'm i love that name and that'll be on my headstone and it's never not going to be my name, and you know that's so. It's you know people. I actually uh, know your husband's son, oh, uh, Micah. Yep, uh-huh. I, I've known Micah for a long time. Uh, I haven't seen him in a long time, but he is doing a lot of cool things as well. Yeah, he yeah. really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, his well, he's actually staying with us right now too, so I see him all the time. <laughs> oh, awesome! Yeah. Well, that's that's so he can um, really kind of focus on his music. Well, yeah, career. he's a he's yeah. a nomad anyway. Yeah, like I mean, he stays with us, but we never see him because yeah. he's you know. But it enables him to be able to travel, and he's actually in uh, Canada right now. Um, you know, he's yeah, he's got some cool stuff. So you, if you if you follow him on Instagram, I do, um, yeah. yeah, Micah Martin, um, you know, a lot of his background with the river and stuff is like our our yard. <laughs> that's right yeah. okay i was wondering i'm like uh-huh yeah okay that makes a lot of sense yeah i used to uh see him out and about when i used to go out in, in the quad cities and yeah and he used to do well he's very talented like obviously with with music but he's good with graphics too yeah yeah he does a so, lot of graphic arts so stuff, he did so. some graphic stuff for mm-hmm. me a long time ago and that's how i connected with him and i've mm-hmm. done some music stuff and i've actually shared stuff with him in the past and uh yeah, he uh, he's a very supportive person too of other artists and other people in the community too, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's just, he's a nice guy, you know. Yeah. My um, and he's super tall. Yeah, and, my, and it's funny because my husband's uh, not like my yeah, my husband's like, like five nine. And must have came from his mom then. Okay. Yeah, I think it's I think one of the actually 
my mother-in-law's skipped a generation. Yeah, my mother-in-law's father, I guess, was pretty tall. But well, no, my uh, my husband has three sons, and they're all tall. And well, his oldest son, um, his oldest son actually, uh, he's a huge influencer on TikTok. He lives out in L.A. Okay. Um, so he's, you know, he there's a lot of talent <laughs> in, okay. in these genes. So um, his name is Miles, um, but he's out in L.A. and you know he he's doing he does a lot of voiceovers. He's done movies and commercials and, um, but he's I mean he's he's not as tall as the other two, but is but Micah and then his youngest son. How tall is Micah? He's like six five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. something around there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like his shoes are like just like, <laughs> like, like these giant shoes, and I'm like I'm like how did that happen? And it's just it's funny when you see him in pictures with uh, standing next to his dad. And like, <laughs> where did that come from? But, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's uh the Quad Cities is not uh is is big, but it's very small at the same time. It's weird. Yeah, right. Yeah. And that's just uh that's why you just got to stay focused on. You got to just look ahead. You just can't look around. You just got to stay focused on you. Stay focused on your goals. Stay focused on you know your your dreams and just everything else is just noise. It's just white noise. So the fact that he hasn't moved to like the West Coast, like everybody's like, oh yeah, like he, that's I'm sure what, he will eventually, probably. Uh-huh. But that's what that's what Tor, that's what Torian Ball did, uh-huh. and he moved to L.A. Yeah. And I know they're they've done a song together recently. I saw that. Yeah. Because um, I've known Torian for a long time because he lived here and then he lived in Chicago for a little while. Mm-hmm. He's been all over the place. But uh, it's like I was talking to somebody the other day. He wants to write. Uh, he just got out of uh, He just graduated from the University of Iowa with an English degree and he's a comedian and he wants to write. Uh, it's like screenplays and he wants to write for shows and movies. He's like, I can't do that here. He's mm-hmm. like, I have to go somewhere else. Oh, like, yeah, for sure. I literally can't get exposure here i'm like you'd think like with everything being more virtual and everything you'd think that'd be more of a possibility because that's one of the one of the main well there's multiple reasons i stay here i like the i like the connections that i made here and the people that i made here whether it's in the comedy community or i also have my recovery community as well Mm -hmm. uh but the cost of living is just ridiculously cheaper. Heck yeah. <laughs> it's like right, not right. even clo- right. close to most places. Like I've looked yeah. at other places and I'm just like, nope. I'm like, even if my house is worth way more than what I paid for it, I'm going to have to, I would have to buy another house that's way overpriced right now. So. Yeah. I, I would think anybody, uh, especially living in the Quad Cities, uh, <laughs> would have a, a little bit of a culture shock moving out to like the west coast and i wouldn't move to la i've been to la yeah. one time and i did not uh, like it yeah i don't i wouldn't think I w- i've never been there but i don't think it'd be for me i either. explained it to somebody like this i said it felt like my soul left my body <laughs> i was like it just felt empty mm-hmm. when i was there maybe it was me it could have been me in general it wasn't the greatest time in my life but it just felt weird yeah and, yeah, I can understand that. Um, I have a buddy that li- lived out there for a while, but he's not going to stay out there forever. He plans on coming back, mainly because he can't afford to live there. Right. It's and he makes pretty good money, but it's still it's just like yeah. He, he's not he's he's got a nine to five. He works for a good company, but yeah, he's not in the. He just happens to live yeah. in Hollywood, but he's not a part of Hollywood. I I still think that when you grow up in the Midwest, like it, it's just home, no matter where you go. Yeah. You know, I, I, like I said, I moved away and I was gone for a long time. And I, I lived in the South and the, mostly on the East Coast. But 
I never felt at home. I never felt like I really truly belonged anywhere mm-hmm. until, you know, I, I came back to the Quad Cities. I mean, you know, I even I even look more like the people here, you know. I mean, there wasn't, you know, I moved out I, my last two years of high school, um, I went I went to Moline High School through my sophomore year, and you know my class was like over six hundred people. Mm-hmm. I was a cheerleader, you know. I thought you know I thought my shit didn't stink, right? And yeah. so I go out to New Jersey, kind of with this teenage mentality, and I go out to the school, and like my the school is tiny, and I think there was like sixty people in my graduating class, and it, this was like the late eighties, and you know they're they're all Italian. Like they're like they're all have brown hair and brown a big you know big big age hair right right and here I am and like we said like I look the same right this short haired blonde blue eyed girl from the Quad Cities you know from the from from Illinois yeah and I go out there and they're like who's this hick and I'm looking at them hick. like hick you know I'm like who are you talking about and and it was funny because. You know, I went out like I just I quit cheerleading. I was like, I don't like these girls, and I just I hated my life. I quit Jersey's doing everything. Rough. It was they were tough on me, but, um, you know, also, you know, I'm I'm five four. You know, I'm not like a a big person, but um, I I went out my senior year. I finally went out for track my senior year, and I made and I I threw shot put, and I made states my senior year for shot put, and here I am like this little five foot four blonde hair, blue eyed chick from the Midwest. And I'm like made States you know, against these bigger girls. And, and I'm like, yeah, don't knock these Midwest girls. Cause you know, like, we'll we're determined. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, we, we were raised on steak and potatoes and yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I had a, that was a very interesting uh, period of my life and not a very pleasant one. And yeah. That's gotta be a big culture shock for sure. Yeah. Moving from the East coast is yeah. Yeah, and it was like before Facebook, so you know you didn't really weren't able to maintain relationships with people, and yeah, you know. But honestly, even though I only spent a few years um, in New Jersey, you know, I am friends still, like you know, through Facebook and that with a lot of people that were there, and you know, I think they're awesome. You know, it's like it was, I, I love them now. You know, I just yeah. had a hard time transitioning, but um, you know, then I moved to Georgia and. I moved all over the place, but mostly with, with my retail career. And, but, you know, I've always just, so just been, like, we need help over here. You got to move. Yeah. You know, well, I was running a store when I was 20. So I've always just sort of been, uh, I've always been an overachiever, I guess <laughs> you could say, um, you know, I've always wanted to never define my limits or, um, I don't know, you know, I've, I've just never said I can't do something. I'm like, okay, what's next? Yeah. What's next? What's next? You know, what, what's, you know, what, I, I, sometimes it bothers, you know, my husband because he's a little bit more like, he's Chill. a relaxed and laid back yeah. one. And I'm always like, okay, let's go. Let's go. You know, what's next? What's next? So he, we kind of balance each other out. So that's good. Yeah. Because if you're both <laughs> like that, that would be bad. Yeah. I, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, um, I can't, he's perfect for me because I can't, you know, it, he just lets me do my thing. And, you know, if you try to if you try to put your thumb too much on me, it's not going to work out real well. But <laughs> yeah, you know, but yeah. in a respectful way, like, but but we work out amazingly well, and you know, he and you work out together. We work out together yeah. physically. We're you know, literally, figuratively, yeah, literally. yes, we all work out together. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to end because I think we're over time. And yeah, sorry, Caleb, I got way too much I, I'll, to talk I, about. I do it every time. I should have warned you. Caleb's probably going <laughs> to send me a bill. That's okay. Sorry, Caleb. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow us on social media, and by us, I mean me.
mdoverthinker.com has all the links you need. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please drop a review for me, even if it's a bad one. Once I hit 100 reviews, I can get to more listeners, which would be awesome. And on Spotify, if you could throw some stars my way, I'd appreciate that as well. Thank you for tuning in to the Modern Day Overthinker podcast. Until next time, take care of yourself.